Welcome back to Throwing Hands. It's been a minute. It's me. It's Jarrett. We've had some stuff go down, but we're here. We're not going to trauma dump on you guys. We're going to talk about fights. But Jarrett, looking at the card, man, what are you looking forward to? This main card is extremely slept on. Honestly, it is. It is hot for a UFC fight night. Um, A lot of that usual veteran uh, versus up-and-comer guys that – these younger guys are a little bit more dangerous on the feet than these older guys. And, you know, it's the tale, tale as old as time of can these veterans keep it going or are they going to get derailed by some up and comer, you know? For sure. Um, we're just going to re- preview the main card, but some I'm just going to point out a couple things, a couple people you should look at for. Um, Jillian Robertson, you know, always a threat on the ground. If you like grappling, she's the best in the division probably when it comes to her jiu-jitsu um wrestling not so much for jiu-jitsu it's it's there lando venata um someone else to look out for he he's the guy that almost derailed tony ferguson's win streak as a late replacement i i wish we had enjoyable tony ferguson fight announcements these days um zach cummings versus ed herman two older guys going at it. zach cummings um he came on throwing hands actually this is his first fight and Almost three years, and he beat Alessio DeCurico. So, you know, good for him to get back in there. Great flyweight bout here. Brandon Roy Val versus Mateus Nicolau. Roy Val, love this guy. He's one. He's probably my favorite in the division. He's a baller. Um, he subbed uh, Kai Cotta France. Um, Bill Algio, TJ Brown, that's a good fight there. But open up the card, Rafa Garcia versus uh, – uh, main card, rather. Rafa Garcia versus Clay Guida. This is Clay Guida's – I believe his next fight will be a 60th fight, 61st fight, professional fight, which is insane. It is. Uh, I don't understand how you can keep doing it. And, you know, he may not be, you know, getting it done in the way that what people would hold him to for, you know, the legend that he is. He doesn't necessarily get it done in wins and losses. But, dude, my man is absolutely going to go out there and give you a war, something that's fun to watch. And, you know, I'm really excited for Clay Guida fight week. So. Yeah, oh, I love Clay Guida fight week. I like Rafa Garcia, too. The guy can ball. But um, my thing is, Clay Guida's in a low-key a, a swan song right now, you know, winning two of his last three at his age and, um, you know, fighting as well as he is right now. Rafa Garcia's good. However, I think I think the swan song continues. Um, although his lo- his only loss was to uh, Dracar Close in the last three, which is very good. Um, I think Close is a very solid fighter, but I'm gonna take Clay Guida in this one. Who knows? Maybe we'll hang it up after that. But you know, I, I love Clay Guida. He's a fun guy to watch. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, definitely, definitely gonna be a banger. Uh, Garcia, you know, a little bit younger, a little bit uh, quicker on the feet, a little bit heavier striking 
Uh, I'm just going to say Garcia by decision. I think, you know, Garcia does have a good gas tank. He's got a grappling core. Um, he has eight or nine submissions professionally. Um, no, I mean, he's going up against an elite grappler in Guida or a guy who grapples a lot, not necessarily elite, but grapples a lot. And um, I, I think it's going to be a close one, but I, I just have that feeling that Garcia edges away a decision, but I really want Clay to win. Yeah, that's not a bad way to think about that one. Ooh, this is a fun fight. Pedro Munoz versus Chris Gutierrez. I had the privilege of seeing Chris Gutierrez in person. Dynamic striker. He is fun as hell to watch. And Vince, I'm sorry. You're my guy. But I, I love Chris Gutierrez. I'm sure you appreciate him too, man. But yeah. um, these dudes are going to leg kick the hell out of each other. And <laughs> it is going to be so painful to watch. I remember the Jimmy Rivera-Pedro Munoz fight. Probably the most... That might be the most violent fight I've ever seen. Um they were just leg kicking the hell out of each other, but this is a this is a banger. I, if you if you're not paying attention to this, you, you I highly recommend that you do because this is this is fight of the night. I think. Yeah, this is. I mean, like I said, this is a one hell of a card. That's for sure. Like it's it's banger after banger on the main card. You know, a couple ones on the prelims that are extremely slept on, but you know, this is another banger, man. I'm I'm gonna give the slight slight edge to Gutierrez um you know I just think Munoz is kind of on the kind of on the lower end uh, on the down slope but you know his last four losses you can't you can't really put anything against them you know Cruz Aldo Edgar Aljo and a no contest to O'Malley but you know I just think Chris Gutierrez is you know a, a future headliner of the bantamweight division honestly yeah, um, going into predictions, as much as I lo- I love Pedro Munoz so much, I think I think Chris Gutierrez gets him gets him out of there in the second round. I think he's that good. Yes, yes. Seven fights, seven fight win streak. I got Gutierrez by decision. Yeah, banger. This is fight of the night, guys. I don't care what you, anyone says. Interesting fight here. Um, Tanner Bozer's coming down from heavyweight to light heavyweight. Against Ion Kudalaba. I don't even know how to describe Kudalaba at this point. The dude has so much potential, but he just got, he puts everything pedal to the metal and he's sloppy. If he wasn't sloppy, he'd be very, very good. And he's kind of small for the division. I think he should move down. But Tanner Bozer, you know, he was hyped up coming in like, you know, the second coming of something. I don't remember what it was. But you know, or just a great prospect, but you know, he hasn't panned out to his full potential. Maybe I think he might find his full potential here after moving down. We'll see. What are your thoughts on this one? I, I do absolutely agree with you. You know, this is Bozer is a guy who had power at heavyweight and I've, I've seen some things where if you look at his Instagram, he cut down to light heavyweight the correct way. And he's absolutely jacked now. So if he keeps that athleticism and that power that he had uh, to complement his heavyweight game, then he's going to be a problem at light heavyweight, you know, and he's got a he's got a pretty good matchup here. You know, Kudalaba, kind of like Munoz, is on that downslope. He's on a skid, to say the least. Three losses in a row. Um, last win, he beat Devin Clark, and then two straight losses to Ankalaev before that. Um, and, and I think Bozer keeps that skid going, and I think Bozer gets it done by knockout, honestly. 
Yeah, I think Bozer does too, and here's why. Um, you know, you got a guy who's coming down from heavyweight, right? Going up against this guy who, if he, you know, I'm sure he'd be disciplined. I think Kulab is disciplined, but, you know, who could cut down to middleweight, probably. So the the, the power and the size difference is going to favor Tanner Bozer. So Bozer by KO. Banger. Uh, Asmat Mirzakhanov versus uh, Dustin Jacoby. Dustin Jacoby, uh, fun fact, he fought Alex Perea in uh, Glory. Um, the Duke in kickbox. Um, but Mirzakhanov, man, this is, it's, pfft. I mean, KOTK. He, he's very, very well-rounded. And if you look at who he's fought, Devin Clark and, and Chukwi, if I'm not mistaken, he's very well-rounded. He could have done anywhere. Um Although you know it says eight percent sub, he he's he has a future in this division if he can if if he can uh keep it up and stay disciplined. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. This is this is one that I was looking at and I was like, man, you know, you get you get a tough toss up loss to Roundtree, and then this is the this is the bounce back fight that they give him. Like, man, this is this <laughs> they gave him a killer. Um, really looking forward to this one though. I think it's going to be real close. I think, I think Jacoby is going to play it smart though. I think he's a little bit more of a technical fighter and I think he's going to get it done by decision. I think he's going to be able to score some points and piece his way around this one. Yeah. I mean, Mirza Khanov is a, is a great striker, but the, Jacoby, if, if you fight in glory kickboxing, you're on another level when it comes to your striking. Um, and I think if Mirza Khanov gets to the ground, that's where he'll find his advantage. I know the stats don't show, but he can't grapple. Um, but I think Jacoby gets it done by decision. I think he's going to be able to maintain range really well due to his kickboxing background. Uh, but yeah, this is two exciting guys in light heavyweight. Light heavyweight's getting excited. Give, give it a couple years, and it might be the best division in the sport. I'm not even lying. I I, I genuinely think that. Okay, this is this is this has fight of the night potential too. Uh, Edson Barbosa versus Billy Quarantillo. Um, uh, banger! This is this is this this has banger written all over it, and I am I can't be more excited for this fight. Yeah, this is this is a crazy matchup, and I I honestly think it's fifty fifty. Um, I it's gonna be it's gonna be a barn burner to say the least. I think, you know, I I I do give the edge honestly to Barbosa. I think he's a little bit more dangerous everywhere, but. I mean, tough, tough matchup. Really looking forward to it, man. Yeah. My my thing is, Quarantillo is a little younger, and I, I really wish Edson Barboza had figured out he could move down to featherweight, you know, mm-hmm. 10 years ago, because that would have been terrifying, because he's not in his prime now. And that Quarantillo fight versus, who'd he fight? Shane Burgos at MSG? Yeah. Oh, come on, click. There we go. That's one of the best fights I've ever seen. Um, And that came after Gaethje versus Chandler. So... This is that was a great fight. His fight against Hernandez proved he could, you know, swang and bang in there. Um, Quarantillo's great, guys. He's someone you definitely want to watch. Um, I think Quarantillo gets it done by decision. I think it has banger potential. Um, yeah. but uh, I'll never count Edson Barbosa and Bosa out. No one kicks as fast as he does. No one does. You can't. He he projects nothing. This is a dangerous fight, and I'm I'm all I'm all for it. I'm more excited to watch it than to see a winner. Honestly, it's, yeah, it's a that's a, that's a great way to put it. I just want to, I just want to see a good fight. 
The Blessed Express is rolling into St. Louis, everybody. He's facing off against Arnold Allen. Max Holloway coming off against coming off against coming off a loss against uh, I think the best featherweight title performance potentially ever with Volk just piecing him up for five rounds. And then Arnold Allen coming off a TKO win against Calvin Cater, although Calvin Cater did tear his ACL. He still won that fight. He was on his way to winning. I want to say this, that the fact that the judges gave the Cater, uh, Josh Emmett fight to Josh Emmett derailed the course of Cater's career. Absolutely derailed that. He should have been fighting. Cater should have been fighting for that interim title. He re- he really should have. And it's really disappointing because Calvin Cater is so fun to watch. And, you know, he's going to be 35 in May, if I'm not mistaken. So it just stinks to see him in a in the position where he is because of the judges. J- judging needs to change. But we're going to talk about Holloway versus Arnold Allen right now. I had to say that. I've been waiting to say that for years. But for a year, rather. But this is Max Holloway's in a, such a tough position. His yeah. back's against the wall. He's the number two, number two technically, because um, what's his face? Uh, Yair Rodriguez is a yeah the interim champ. Max is just in a tough position right now because he's at the point where he can win two, three fights, and he's not going to get a title shot. Yeah. And the weight cut's not getting any easier for him. He struggles every time, and yeah. it's only a matter of time before he gets. He has to move up to fifty-five. So my concern is Arnold Allen's young. He's hungry. He's extraordinarily skilled on the feet, yeah. and he he ha, he possesses power. And one of these days, Max Holloway's chin is going to expire, and it's not going to be pretty. He's, he, the lights are going to shut out. That's how he's going to go out, guys. It, that's how it goes. It happened to Chuck Liddell. It happens to so many other people as they get older. And I think Max Holloway has absorbed a thousand more significant strikes than the next person. That being said. Arnold Allen hasn't faced a guy this caliber. Yeah. And Max Holloway is probably at the tail end of his prime, but he's still in his prime. He just, the, Volk just came up. That's all it was. He's been, he pieced up Yair. He pieced up Cater. That was horrible. That fight should have been stopped. But this, can Arnold Allen face the bright lights, Jarrett? Um, I, I, I don't know. You know, it's tough. And I think as much of a tough situation for Max. I think it's just as tough for Arnold. Honestly, I do agree with you that that is a great point that he's hungry up and coming. Max has a very questionable future in this division. Like, where does he go now? Um, So you can give the mental edge in that aspect to Allen. But this is this is this is still Max Holloway. Like This is still Max Holloway. And as good of a striker as Arnold Allen is, it's Max Holloway. And it's blessed to be the best, you know, like. It's the best is blessed. <laughs> I, I I just if I'm gonna pick a fighter to have the odds against him and have his back to the wall, nine out of ten times I'm honestly gonna pick Max Holloway. I'm a big Max Holloway fan, and I think he gets it done, honestly. So you're all aboard the Blessed Express? Absolutely. You know Absolutely. I think I think you you know, we're mature young men, man. And I think you and I can both recognize that Max Holloway's time is ticking at the top. Yeah. You don't, he, he is only 31, which blows my mind. He came into the UFC at 20. And when you fight yeah. the best for that long, something's bound to break. And I hate, I hate saying that. I, 
I think with how dynamic of a striker Arnold Allen is, I think he's going to be the guy. I think he finishes Holloway. I don't know how he does it. Could be sub, could be TKO, but Arnold Allen's just that much quicker and that much more dynamic. And yes, Holloway, I wouldn't be, and hell, I wouldn't be surprised if Holloway pieces him up. But I think, I think it's time for Holloway to move up. And I think this might be his wake up call because that weight cut's not getting any easier. And I think at 55, he can make some, some noise, a little bit of noise. So let's see. Uh, but I think Arnold Allen gets it done by finish. Jared, we got loads to talk about on the news front, big dog. Um, we'll sum up. All right. I'm just going to say this. We're not going to discuss it because it's ridiculous. Um, Jake Paul, Nate Diaz, August 5th. That's all you're going to hear from me. Okay. Um, take it as you will. All right. Oh, paint up. Juliana, Juliana Pena versus Amanda Nunez coming up in June. I am sick and tired of, of hearing. I love how she's trying to sell Juliana Pena, but oh, they're going to strip Amanda if she doesn't fight. Um, there's no reason for the trilogy because it was clearly a fluke, in my opinion. Yeah. Amanda and Pena, I, I listened to the first 10 minutes of the Helwani interview, and she was like, I saw the eyes rolling back in Nunez's eyes when I was punching her. I'm like, dude, you got dominated for 25 minutes. And Pena's like, it doesn't make sense that she didn't want to finish me. I'm like, she wanted to prove a point, and she did. The fact that she gave you more time to knock her out or something yeah. shows how great she is. And yeah. I I just want Amanda Nunes to go in there and just do her thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm cool with the trilogy due to the fact that Amanda Nunes gets to go in there and put on a show. I love Amanda Nunes. <laughs> um, I think you can agree with me on this. Chris Curtis might be the worst loser in the UFC. Gosh, he is he is a sore loser, horrible yeah. loser. Like after he lost to Jack or Manson, what are you doing, dude? Like flicking him off? Oh, he's not doing anything. He pieced you up, dude. You got pieced up by Jack or Manson. Jack or Manson, who's a grappler, and, and like I'm salty about not being on the main card too. Which in hindsight's twenty twenty. Yes, that fight was better than what Raul's was, but. Dude, come on! You're you're constantly complaining and stuff, and like you got to realize that if you want to get these pay per view main cards, like you constantly constantly complaining about the company and how your fights are going is not going to get you fan support, man. Like no. it's just, it's not. Like, and he's like, "Oh, how did Gaslam move up the rankings this much?" I'm like, "Dude, just stop." Gaslam was clearly reinvigorated in this fight happily say it and i think he won the first two rounds pretty convincingly and, and curse was like oh the headbutt he's appealing the decision the commission won't do that because it's not intentional i doubt the commission will appeal will accept your appeal i'm sorry but dude it is it is annoying you you, you need to just take it on the chin bro you lost <laughs> yeah jared you did combats for so i don't know how long bro i'm sure it's a hell of a lot more personal when you lose in a combat sport but you just gotta move on, I think. You do. You gotta. You gotta just put the head down and move on. That, that's all it is. Like, and I feel like the constant nagging causes more causes more saltiness, causes more, you know, tension than what needs to be. Like, dude, the fight's done and out of the way. 
you're a professional athlete. Move on. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to be good at moving on. Like, no, man. It's it's back to mental toughness. Like, there's no reason that, you know, in your camp you should be complaining about where your placement is on the card. Like, I get that you're your own – you control how you do in mm-hmm. you know, building your stock as an entertainer. But at the same time, man, you got to go out there, focus on your fights, and then not complain about – what happens like i just yeah it was it was irritating to yeah say the least. There, there's i'm pulling up something right now because chris curtis said he put up the stats for the fight and he goes i thought i won the numbers back it tough fight and good for kelvin gaslam but the headbutt cost me the fight on optics even with it happening i still managed to tie the round on strikes that sucks it really effing sucks so let's, i'm going to show you guys two examples of of you know numbers and you tell me who won the fight and I'm going to pull up my screen right now. Um, let me share this real quick. And Jared, obviously feel free to comment. But you look here, right? I guess they haven't put in the significant strike. Oh, yeah, they did. So 80 to 88 total strikes for the fight. Okay. Um, I don't know what Chris Curtis. All right. I guess this is the ESPN stats. So Chris Curtis landed 112 out of 224, right? Okay. Whatever. If you look at the Mar- Marlon Vera versus Rob Font fight, look at this. This That doesn't show the story. Rob Font outstruck Cheeto Vera 271 to 159. And do you know who won the fight? Cheeto Vera on damage. So it's that is a horrible argument. That is a terrible argument. You can't You can't say that with numbers like, oh, this guy was better. No, that's not how it works. It, it's it's effective damage and Kelvin Castle clearly damaged you more in my opinion, dog, but t- take your lumps and just go home, go back to the drawing board and get better. That's all you can do. But raining on Twitter does nothing. Nothing. So, nothing. so annoying. Um, Oh, okay. Adesanya got his revenge and it was beautiful. It was beautiful. It's oh, Rations never disappoint. That was insane. Set it Loved up it. with the jab, right hand, right hand, left hook, boom, out cold. It was awesome. Yeah. Um. Okay, what what do you think about the celebration to, towards a uh, Pereira's kid? Uh, I've I've heard some mixed reactions, and honestly, I don't really see a problem with it. I don't see a problem with it. To be a hundred percent honest. I, I the sick thing it, is I'd probably do the same thing. <laughs> yeah, I think I get that it's a little bit childish and like, but let's be honest, like people only think it's childish because it's Izzy. Like people have been on Izzy forever now. Like it went from everyone loves Izzy to now it, everyone can't stand Izzy. Like it's, it's so annoying to me. Like it's a complete double standard that he celebrates this win for himself that's a great win for not only him but for his career and people Mm -hmm. just find every single thing in the book to throw at him to try and bring him back down like dude what for like it was a great fight great win great performance was super entertaining why are we as mma fans trying to bring down one of our biggest superstars yeah i agree it doesn't and and i agree with bringing him down when he you know when the um what you call it you know the performances are lackluster, even though he you know promises a banger. I get that, 
but let the dude celebrate. That was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. When it what? like it was hilarious. And I feel bad for the kid a little bit because like you just saw your dad get knocked out, and then the dude who knocked your dad out points right to you and falls down. Like he yeah. was knocked out. That'd be brutal. But I thought I, I'm off I love what Izzy said. If you can crawl, you can brawl. Yeah. Shouldn't have done that. I get the kid was five at the time, but is what is what it is. Oh, here's something someone Chris Curtis could learn from. Alex Pereira, when it comes to losing and how to take an L. Beautiful work on his part. Um well, what he said he said today he was like I didn't read the full thing, so I don't know if this is out of context, but it was like, the only thing that we learned from this fight is that I get knocked out better than Izzy. That made me laugh. <laughs> um, okay. Raul Rosas really needs to go back to the drawing table. That was, uh, that was terrible. That was terrible. <laughs> I mean, I, I'll never step into Octagon in my life, but this kid, he's a he's a child You're fighting against like a he is barely legal. 18. And like, he's 18. <laughs> it's like they're beating him up for lunch money, man. Like, come on, let the kid go. Like, like, like I think Christian Rodriguez is a very solid fighter. I, I really do. I'm not even just saying that to bolster Raul. Because his composure in the octagon that night was beautiful. So calm. That's going to serve him down the line so well. I've never seen a guy more composed in the octagon. Um, calm in the scrambles, calm in awkward positions. I haven't seen that. But, dude, Raul Rosas has got to figure it out. He has no striking. Yeah. He has no striking. I think he needs to take a year or two off. I think Sean O'Malley say this, said this. Get a little bigger. Work on the hands and the feet. You know, your grappling's there. And work on your cardio, bro. You, you were gassed out at the beginning of the second round. Just, dude, you got to do it, man. I know it sucks, but guess what? By the time you're done with that, you'll be 20. Yeah. He's got he's got to do He has to do it. I just feel bad for him because I feel like he almost got treated like a PR stunt. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. or as, I don't know how to, I don't know how to put it, but I think you get what I'm saying. Like, he, he got signed and pushed because of his age, not yeah. because like and I just feel bad for him. Like and it, you, you never know what's going on in these meetings. Like if Dana's being honest with him, like, hey, we're not expecting anything, like, too, too much, like, you know. But it's it's for marketing. But you gotta think that that just hurts the man, hurts the kid's ego. Like it has to. Like you, you're on top of the world. You're on the main card with two of the best fighters in the world, and it just you just don't show up like it's it's tough and it's tough to watch it's tough to see you know it's tough to see firsthand yeah but i agree i think me and you both said after after before his first fight they got to be careful because he's so young like if they if they want to make him an active fighter to push pay-per-view buys they're going to only have him for how many years because he's gonna he's gonna be gone. His your body can't take that, dude. He's not even done maturing. Like, no. Like, dude, I grew half an inch in college. I was twenty. Yeah. <laughs> he's still he's, he's still growing. I stopped growing yeah. two years ago. Yeah. Like, 
I, I, he's a kid. Like, and, and ultimately, it is his decision to sign and try for yeah. UFC. Like, you do that, dog. Like, I am in total support of you. But there comes a point where you have to think and be like, okay, where can I go from here? <laughs> and he's 20. I mean, no, he's 18. He's not even he, – he's we, 18 and a half. Yeah. Like, we you still, still we count should. half ages for him. He's so young. <laughs> I say I'm 20. I turned 22 and a half last week. I'm proud of it. <laughs> well, it's it's just like what we said, added on to that. Like, what are you going to do to develop him? Throw him a bunch of cans for three years? Like, come on. It's it's just. And the thing is, it's grown ass men. Yeah. Like, like, like Christian Rodriguez is 25, if I'm not mistaken. He, he's a young dude. He just turned 25. That's a man. He's still in his – Rosas is still in his kid body. Oh, and to all you jerks out there, like, saying, like, neep and making fun of him, get a life. Stop it. Like, dude, Rosas is a good dude. Don't – and then you you guys were clowning him for saying, like, things at the press conference. He's 18. <laughs> Stop. Yeah. We're all idiots at 18. He, he wasn't even saying anything crazy, in my opinion. But if you're, if you're clowning on him being like, oh, my gosh, it's so stupid what he's saying. Look at yourself. Look at look at your eighteen year old self and say, tell yourself, tell tell them, oh, you didn't do anything stupid. You won't stop. <laughs> do you, you can you disagree with me on that? You can't. No, you can't because like I'm. I don't know. I, I feel like I'm a pretty well equipped, well spoken person. I would have struggled in a big ass press conference like that. Are you kidding me? Like, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, people need to find other things to talk about. Um. Yeah. Uh, this isn't MMA, but it's WWE. Logan Paul signed a new deal. I'm all for it. Logan Paul is great in WWE. I love it. Absolutely. He's, he's entertaining. And honestly, oh, I can't stand it. And I can't stand though I'm about to say this. But, like, so so is Jake. Like, Jake is entertaining. And he gets, <laughs> he gets the clicks. Do I like the guy? No, not at all. Do I like who he's fighting? No, not at all. Do I like him? No, not at all. But what he's doing is at least some form of good entertainment you know what Mm -hmm. i mean and logan's even better at it just saying yeah just uh yeah for sure a couple more things um drake is duplessis wants to fight adesanya i mean i i I, you know what throw him to the wolves duplessis saying some crazy stuff man let's put a card in like you know what's the country between nigeria and South Africa, something like Namibia or something like that. Throw a card in Namibia or something and let the people go at it. It'll be a blast. Let's put Usman on that card. Let's put uh, yeah. Judo Thunder on that card. Let's get let's let's make that Africa card Dana White because guess what? This is what people want to see. I don't care. I, I'm all for it. I don't even care if Drakus doesn't uh, deserve a title shot because if I'm looking at the rankings right now, there's no one else in that top five who deserves a title shot. So... I'm all for it. <laughs> oh, and to his coach who said Dracus can now breathe a hundred percent of his nose after only being able to breathe eight. <laughs> That's the wildest. Some people just can't breathe out of their nose. Eight percent, dude. If you could only be in an eight percent of oxygen, you wouldn't be able to live. <laughs> that's that's yeah. a wild statement. But anyway, one more thing. Uh, happy trails to Jorge Masvidal. Um, Retired after the absolute beatdown he took from Gilbert Burns. 
he made the right decision. Um, and I'm not saying absolute beat down in a bad way to mock Jorge. That's just what it was. He got he got beat really badly, and he made the right decision. He explained how he on Hawani how he you know he saw the punches coming, but he couldn't react. He's getting older. He's 38. I mean, dude, dude's a legend. Um, whatever you may think of him, you you can't deny that he's a legend, guys. Yeah, I was I was this is a little bit off topic, but I was just talking to my brother about the Mighty Mouse for Ben Askren trade. And I was like, just think of in hindsight how one-sided that looks. But then whenever you really look at it, look at the star that the UFC got out of it, really, in Jorge Masvidal. Mm. Like how much money they have made from that knockout. And they they've pushed the game bread persona the street jesus like they have made a killing with jorge masvidal you know and now jorge has turned into a household name in the mma community like and and you know the ufc still gets a lot of credit for what mighty mouse has done you know and i mean ben really never lived up to the hype but but he was I, way I was past thinking, his prime yeah if, if they got a prime askren but you know I wish but happy trails to Jorge Masvidal yeah. legend of the game legend of the street fighting game uh yeah man gotta give it to Jorge but Jack you got anything else to add big dog yeah I think I'm good I think I'm good it's good to be back yeah it's, it's good, good to, to be, be back. back we both had a lot going on um but we, we plan to stay back as long as possible we love doing this but guys thanks for tuning in uh we missed y'all um, I hope you missed us, but we'll be back with a review of Fight Night Holloway versus uh, Allen. Peace out.